Today is November 15th, 2020. Welcome to Common Ground. The sermon series we are in is called Living in the Moment. This sermon is called Resistance in Such a Time as This. And the speaker is Mama Judy Jones. Enjoy. It's a, it's a pleasure. It's an honor. I um, <clears throat> When I was little, my mom used to read me poems to get my attention. And Maya has given me, Maya Angelou has given me words to tell you my heart. If I could catch a rainbow, I would do it just for you and share with you the beauty on the days you're feeling blue. If I could build a mountain, you could call your very own, a place to find serenity, a place to be alone. If I could take your troubles, I would toss them in the sea. But all these things I'm finding are impossible for me. I cannot build a mountain or catch a rainbow fair. But let me be what I know best, a friend that's always there. You know, I, my heart resounds with Esther, always has, mainly because many times we find ourselves undercover and Esther was an orphan undercover. It's um, amazing because when Mordecai asked her to do what he knew she could only do, um, she was afraid. Her beauty had put her in a privileged position, but yet she still was an orphan. She still was a Jew. And he told her specifically, don't tell anybody you're a Jew. And so now he's asking her to tell everybody she's a Jew. And she was afraid. And in these times, you know, we have um, fear about being who we're called to be. Many times we feel alone, we feel orphaned, we feel left out from everybody. So as I read the story of Esther, I know that um, she knew how I feel. And so that means God knows how I feel. Esther also um, was chosen for her beauty and then rose to the occasion becoming queen. And it's interesting that um, I can hear the other women, the other Jewish women, well, you know what she thinks she is, you know. And then of course the other women in the, in the, in the court saying, who do you think you are? Well, she was God's chosen one. She was the king's chosen one, chosen both here on earth and in heaven. Yet, in her own mind, she knew she was an orphan. So that speaks to us as we are living in this world. Who are we in this world? Who are we? What light do we have to show this world just by who we are? I'm 73 years old this past August, and I've seen a lot of times when I wanted to be undercover. I didn't want to show who I was. Now, 
who I am by the color of my skin is very obvious. But still, many times I wore a lot of masks just to stay undercover, under the radar, so that I didn't have to act where I knew I needed to act. And during the civil rights movement, there was times when you had to do it scared. Um, I've been receiving lots of texts from the, uh, from the, from the uh, Democratic Party since October and um, texts to get me involved, you know, to get me uh, doing the things that um, needed to be done according to them. And so um, at, at first when I received the text, I just ignored them, but then the Holy Spirit said, wait, 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 this is an opportunity to come out from undercover, you know? And so one text I received was from a gal named Amy. And of course she was encouraging and, and saying, you know, we need volunteers, we need this, we need that. And so this is how I answered Amy and how I answered all of the other texts as they came rolling in, as we got closer to election day. I said, hello, Amy. I'm busy trying to get my youth theater alive, and I'm, try I'm busy trying to keep my youth theater alive and our next generation of voters functioning. We are and have been for 30 years the only independent youth theater company in the underserved areas of Wyandotte and Leavenworth counties. Check out our website and press donate. So my plate is full. As I prepare these multi-ethnic group of young citizens to survive the fallout of this election, I promise I'm taking action with you. So check us out and press donate. And I decided at that point that I was gonna do what I was called to do with young people. And that was kind of a, the, the, the short commercial for my, what I do here for my company and for the kids in, um, in Kansas here. Because uh, we've been going for so long that I now have the children of the children. And so a lot like Esther, I've been in the courts, I've been in this um, educational um, level where I have the privilege of serving these children and I'm not bound by many things um, since I retired from the, from the system. But now uh, our, our company mentors young people from five years old and um, right now I still am mentoring young men and women in their 30s. Um, as they grow through our company. So we now have the children of the children in our company. And that speaks to what I can do as an individual, even when it's not easy. Esther's success also came with planning and prayer. You know, she said, okay, everybody, calm down. I'm going to do this. And... Um, and because I'm gonna do this, I need your help and I need you to, I need you to pray, I need you to fast, but I need you to calm down. And I know that it's a scary time. And so we wonder, 
does this time where we're scared and where we have to do things, does this time really help us to be stronger? You know, like sometimes yes, sometimes no. Sometimes it weakens us. When I was in the civil rights movement, they taught us to, uh, to go limp. And you've seen the, um, the, um, the newsreels and, uh, and the film of when people were getting, you know, sprayed by with uh, hoses, how people just went limp. Because that was the uh, safest way not to be hurt, for your body not to be hurt. Because then your body was totally, basically totally submitted to itself. But when you went limp, you had to go limp in your mind. You had to relax totally in your mind. And you had to go have such peace in your mind so that you didn't get hurt. And that go limp was the resistance. That peace was the resistance. We literally were the resistance. That peace and that kind of meekness, power under control, was the resistance. And so in this time, as I answered these texts and whatnot, I literally had to have a peace about what I was doing as an individual to other young men and women so that I stayed focused. It didn't stop me from being afraid in these times. I mean, you know, my, my kids were afraid. I mean, all of this COVID, COVID. But it gave me a focus so that that became a part of my joy and in resistance, that tool of joy in resistance. Esther was afraid, but she decided, you know what? If I die, I die. <laughs> it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be afraid. And Esther said, if I die, I die. Um, when I worked for the school district for so many years, kids used to um, come to my room and um, they, used, they used to say, Mama Jones, would you pray for my, my um, Track me, Mama Jones, would you pray, you know, that I could pass this English test? And um, I'm, I'm, I'm honored by one of my students who have joined us today. Thank you, Taryn, for, for coming. And uh, I just spoke to her yesterday, and she's one of the ones that used to come in my, my um, office, and, and she'd sit in the corner, and I'd let her sleep, just let her sleep in the corner of the room. <laughs> and, um, and I'd pray over her. And one of the teachers said, you know, you could lose your job for that. I said, what? I was looking for a job when I found this one. You know, if I die, I die. Um, no. <laughs> so and because of that, that is, again, a resilience. The only one in charge of me is me and my father, God. And I know that he's with us. Um, now, I want to share a, uh, go back here. I want to share a, uh, 
help me out here. I want to share a uh, PowerPoint, Chris. Let me get back. Uh, yeah, allow me to share. All I have to do is get back to my, hold on a second. <clears throat> okay, I don't know if you guys can see that yet. Can you see it yet? Chris? Not yet. You got sharing permissions and you're the, you're the host. Um, I feel like no Zoom meeting can happen online unless we go through a moment like this. Right, every one of us. Like this. <laughs> okay. Um, I need to go back. Let me go back to um, full screen here. There you go. There I go. <clears throat> I'm good. Mm, now yeah. you're good. There you go. Um, several preachers um, have told me and told many of us, do not be afraid appears 364 or 365 times, depending upon who you, who's counting, in the Bible. And um, that's what I've heard continually. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. So sometimes when I'm afraid, I feel like, oh boy, I'm not supposed to be afraid. And I realized that do not be afraid is right, but it comes with many promises. Every time it's spoken, do not be afraid comes with the promise. All right. So, do not be afraid. For I am with you, Isaiah 43, 5. Do not be afraid. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. You know, I'm, I'm tough. I can do this. But I'm scared. But Deuteronomy 31, 6 says, For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I'm like, oh, whew. whom shall I fear? Of whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is my light. <laughs> Hallelujah. And my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Hmm. Okay. I'm a former Marine, and so now I'm getting it. I've got light, I've got salvation, I've got a stronghold. When I am afraid, and I am afraid, I put my trust in you. That is something I had to learn. I had to learn about trust because there were many times I didn't trust myself. <laughs> I was such a rogue. Um, at least wise to trust someone else or an entity that I did not know. And then I realized how much I, I trusted um, gravity. You know, I couldn't see gravity, but boy, I see the results of it. 
there's a lot of things that we trust and we really don't see physically. We see the results of wind. But um, so I had to learn about trust. And many times I'm still on the journey of trusting God. But I, I can testify that he's come through for me one way or the other. And like Esther, I'm stepping out and saying, I'm putting my trust when I am afraid. When you think and meditate on the command of God, do not be afraid, without adding the promises of God, it leads to more fear, more anxiety. It leads to shame, like, oh man, maybe I shouldn't be, a, maybe I do not be afraid, but I'm afraid of not being afraid. No. So it, it adds to all of those things. But when you think and meditate on the command of God, do not be afraid and embrace those promises. That has led me to godly confidence. It's led me to reliance on, on Jesus and on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit and um, my gut instincts have um, worked for me because the Holy Spirit then begins to work more on my gut instincts and my gut instincts begin to be more <laughs> attuned to the Spirit of God. And um, the presence of Jesus in me, the hope of glory, I begin to trust on that more as I see results in my life. And that's not always apparent you know i don't always see it right away but time i promise you i promise you children time has proven that the embracing of the promises of god when i am afraid work those in bad embracing those promises he's with me trust him it's worked and so um Stop share. There you go. I love the fact that I can be afraid and be productive. I love the fact that I can love God and know that um, He is with me. I also love the fact that um, when I am afraid, I can trust in him. I'll go back here, there we go. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be afraid. And when we are afraid, like Esther, I have a strategic plan. And, Quite honestly, my strategic plan for this whole COVID was to stay in contact and connection with the children of God, was to purpose and focus on my world and what I could do to connect to my world and make it a better place, whether it took my money, my time, my brains, my, um, my affections, um, Whatever it took, because truly, you know, if I die, I die. 
and I'm, I, I do a lot of things scared. I was telling, <laughs> I was telling um, Taryn yesterday uh, that, um, you know, some of you know the Wizard of Oz, um, and you know that um, when, when the lion got scared, because they were going to catch the witch, you know, and the lion got scared, and I'm, I, I tend to be a lion sometimes, the lion, <clears throat> and he saw the sign that said, I would go back if I were you. And the lion went, that's me. And he's gone, okay? He turns around and he tries to leave, but all his friends grab him by the arms, and uh, they are carrying him, and he's like kicking and screaming. <laughs> and one, the thing that he is, yelling is, oh, I do believe in ghosts. I do, I do, I do believe in ghosts. <laughs> and, uh, and that's me many times. But what I'm doing is I'm saying, I do believe in God. I do, I do, I do believe in God. And I literally say that to myself when I'm afraid, but I'm doing it anyway. And that's how, you know, what does it look like to trust God? That's what it looks like with me. I do believe in God. I do, I do, I do. I'm telling that to myself because the word says there's life and death in the power of the tongue. So when I begin to tell myself, I do believe in God, I do, I do, it takes me through those times when I have to focus, when I have to go limp and have peace and go through it anyway. I'm not afraid any longer to say what's in me. Children, don't be afraid to say what's in you. You know, many of you are talented and, uh, and everyone has a gift. And some of us are even cute, you know. <laughs> I can't help it if I'm cute, but. But the other thing is quit is not in me. I'm like a war horse. When it's the war, I'm running toward the battle. Quit's not in me. And um, I am a teacher. I am an inspirer. I am a connector. And that's what I am, you know. You know, a rooster crows because it's a rooster. It doesn't, that's not what a rooster does. That's what a rooster is. I could crow all day and I'd never be a rooster. But that's what I am. And so that's why my resilience tools are go limp, be at peace. I do believe in God. I do, I do, I do. Those are the things that get me through. And no matter, no matter what it is that makes you afraid, Know that all the promises of God come with, I am afraid. And, and that's a study. You know, for those of you who study the Bible, go back and study all of those do not be afraid and, and be courageous because every one of them comes with a promise. Every one of them. So what if, like Esther, we are called to do it afraid? What if, like Esther, we're called to strategic planning, to fasting and prayer? And all fasting and prayer is, 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 is a, um, a restriction of those things that distract us, 
That's what fasting is. It's a restriction of things that distract us. And then praying, talking with that divine connection that for me has gotten a lot of results and embracing the promises of God. We are called to be light in this darkness of civil unrest. We are called to give hope in the face of all of this uncertain future. We're called to use the strength and the sword of joy, joy unspeakable and full of glory. Joy has nothing to do with happiness. It has more to do with peace and, um, and a place of satisfaction in the Lord that is a strength and that is used very, very wisely for resistance. And we're called to demonstrate, to demonstrate God's power using our talents and our gifts and to celebrate his presence. Like regularly coming to Common Ground. I stress regular, regularly giving to what um, God has ordained. Um, people, uh, you know, the pastor talked about tithing. When uh, I first became a Christian, I was uh, 20 something and, um, and I was a rogue. And most of my money went to liquor and drugs. And, and so when, <laughs> when they talked about tithes, just giving 10%, I'm like, whoa, only 10%? The devil took, you know, 50 and 70% of my money. So 10% was really kind of cheap when it came to, <laughs> when it came to investment and uh, return on investment. So um, I just want to encourage that. But, um, we are encouraged when we speak one to another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. <clears throat> so encourage one another as we celebrate. That's a way of celebrating his presence. Um, so blessed by the uh, songs this morning and um, specifically uh, God making a way. That was, that was fabulous. And all of these are part of the celebration that gives us strength. So gather, children, gather, saints of God, gather together as much as you can in any way that you can. But truly, that is what we're called to for such a time as this. So if I could catch a rainbow, I would do it just for you and share with you the beauty on the days you're feeling blue. If I could build a mountain, you could call your very own, a place to find serenity, a place to be alone. If I could take your troubles, I would toss them in the sea. But all these things I'm finding are impossible for me. I cannot build a mountain or catch a rainbow fair. But let me be. <laughs> what I know best a grandma <laughs> that's always there know this children 
This woman, fashioned in the likeness of God, will be here. And even in eternity, I'll still whisper how much our God loves you. But truly, we have all been called for such a time as this. God bless y'all.